Hello, entrepreneurs. I'm your host, Laura L. Bernhard. Welcome back to the Marketing Bound Podcast, where we help you leverage inbound marketing strategies to grow your business. This is the last part of the SEO series with Avery Melcher. In this episode, we go through a blog content strategy and the research you need to do to know what to write about in your blog. So if you're not sure what to write about, this episode gives you the direction you need. I will link the two other episodes in the show notes. Be sure to listen to them and subscribe to the Marketing Bound podcast. Yeah. Okay, well, let's, can we do it on the spot? Yeah, let's go shopping in the neighborhood. Let's drive through the neighborhood. Okay, so I'm going to open a browser. Okay. And then I'm going to share my screen because like, I don't know what's and open while, right now. So <laughs> while you do that, um, I'll say too, like, let's, let's pretend we've already done the keyword research. Um, okay. We haven't, we haven't prepared anything, but let's say, are we doing podcast? Is that what we're doing? Yeah. Let's just do podcast. Okay. So we'll just start with the most general and maybe I can show you why that might not be a good idea for just anyone to go in and talk about so, and this is, I mean, this is a way to even do, I don't want to call it keyword research on Google because Google's not giving you the search volume. And that's a very okay. important component of keyword research, but this is helping you create content that's going to rank. Um, okay. so let's type in podcasts and just see what shows up. Ooh. Oh, I don't know what's going <laughs> up. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even look. Okay. Wikipedia. Okay, so the first top result is Wikipedia. Um, it's probably unlikely you're going to rank above Wikipedia um, for anything. Yep. So let's... now let's say let's let's just pick one of those scenarios we had talked about. Like let's say you um, are a podcast editor and you want to sell your services to podcasters. So if you scroll down this result, we see at the top Wikipedia. Mm -hmm. um, then we see people also ask, what is a podcast? How do they work? Are podcasts for free? What are the best free podcasts? So if we're talking about intent, these are not people who want to pay money. <laughs> I can tell you that right off the bat. There's so much free on this page that you're like, right, okay. okay. Um, so that alone, I would be like, right, maybe I don't want to be hanging out in the neighborhood of people who are the wrong neighborhood looking for a garage sale and you've got luxury <laughs> luxury goods for sale <laughs> okay so you said podcast editor as an example or podcast editing oh yeah. okay let's try that oh this is going to be interesting so these are all ads yeah so let's just skip this Scroll down so there's a how to edit your podcast in audacity mm -hmm. um if you down we see some podcasts some podcasts editors um and then the ultimate guide so i would say like so if you are but then this is also interesting and the people also ask so there's a lot to unpack here so the first thing i'll say is there's a lot of ads that's one thing to take keep into consideration on this particular search um, the entire, what we call above the fold, which is before you have to scroll is ads. 
So that means that even if you're ranking number one for this keyword, you're never going to be the first result to show up in Google. Yeah. Food for thought. Um, as you scroll down, then the top result is how to edit your podcast. Um, if you are selling podcasts or editing services, this could be iffy because again, this is podcast editing. When people type that in, it's kind of showing the intent here is they want to know how to do it themselves. So if you were selling podcast editing services and wanted to rank for podcast editing, you would need to write a similar post while also being careful to not be like, okay, well, I was looking for podcast editing and you just gave me all the answers. Why would I hire you, right? So you would have to strike that right balance of helping people, maybe giving them tips for editing their podcast and then closing out your blog post by saying, hey, look, editing your podcast can take a lot of time. It can get confusing. Hire a professional like me and my team to do it for you. And that's how you could close it out and potentially also rank here. But then when you scroll down even more, we see people also ask, and it says, what should I use to edit my podcast? So there's an opportunity to talk about podcast editing software. Mm -hmm. Right here, we see so, podcast editing software. Yeah. Should I click on this? You can, yeah. It just, um, yeah, it just breaks it down. So that's another thing. Um, if you were doing podcast editing services this is this is again knowing your business there could be one side where you do want to promote software because perhaps you are making affiliate sales on them or you just want to say here's my favorite podcast editing software I edit podcasts for a living I'm the expert at this mm -hmm. um, and again I would close that blog post out by saying like look I've gave you this really helpful information but if you want help and want someone to do it for you and don't want want to worry about these tools let's have a talk so we're in the neighborhood mm -hmm. our first our first neighborhood was not good that no. everything was free in that neighborhood yeah, and we okay. want to sell a service so now we realize that the top is all ads so we're never going to rank top for podcast editing mm -hmm. we're never going to be top of the fold oh geez that scared me i don't know if you heard that <laughs> No. <laughs> <laughs> um then we have we're getting the impression that people are doing editing on their own and audacity is also a free software so okay. that's good to know or and the thing here too is i wouldn't give up all hope here i still think that podcast editing is a little bit general um mm -hmm. but it doesn't necessarily mean that people want to do it on their own. It means they're looking how to do it. Yeah. And we've all been there before where we're like, I'm going to do email marketing or I'm yeah. going to do Instagram marketing. And then you're like, oh, this is hard. I'm going <laughs> to hire someone to do Instagram marketing. Yeah. So they could be at that part of the customer journey here. Mm -hmm. They're just researching how to edit podcasts. So that's where I said I would have a really strong call to action in that blog post if you're going to write something for this. Well, like the first one here is HubSpot. So we know there are like five call to actions in that one. Um, but then it goes down to best podcast editing software for podcasters of all letter levels. What if we did like podcast editing for beginners? Mm -hmm. But that yes. wouldn't necessarily be. We'll, we'll see what happens. We'll check the neighborhood. We'll, we'll see. We'll drive through. 
Oh, this is a bumpy ride. (laughs) Um, Two ads. Two ads, yeah. And they're by Big Cut Soundstripe and Buzzsprout. Um, And then the one down here, podcast editing, that was actually in the other result as well. So this this blog post, I mean, if you were in this industry too, this is another thing I'd start to note. This one is showing up on quite a few different searches. So this is a thought leader. The website is literally called the podcast host. And so we should visit the house. Yeah, we can (laughs) peek in the windows. (laughs) I don't know if I want to endorse that. I have to find a better analogy for that part. (laughs) Okay. Doorbell and... (laughs) give them a gift basket yeah you want to stop by see what they're doing and this could potentially be what I like to do here when I'm like looking through Google as well for my website and for client websites when you start to see websites like this show up again and again you start to realize this is a competitor (laughs) so (laughs) um, you know like it's so you should be writing that down and there are two types of competitors. There are competitors that sell the same services as you and you know their competitors. Maybe you have similar audiences. And then there are competitors solely SEO wise. Like maybe this person doesn't sell podcast services. So you're like, okay, we don't have the same audience. We don't even have the same services, but your house is on property that I want. So, so then they are a competitor and you want to know what they're doing from an SEO perspective mm-hmm. because they are ranking and you want to be in those rankings. And what's interesting about that as well is if they're not selling a service around this and you are, and you write a piece of content, your piece of content could very well be much more relevant for the search result and rank above them. Mm-hmm. In this one, I noticed that it's it's quite lengthy. Mm-hmm. There are pictures. There are there's a course. Um, they have a link to their podcast. There's a lot mm-hmm. in here. There are a lot of resources. So all these are links. And I think it was called the ultimate guide, wasn't it? It was like yeah. the ultimate guide. So it better be things. ultimate, right? Yes. So, well, and that's something to think about here. Like, so you've checked off a couple of those things we've talked about. We started with the keyword, right? Mm-hmm. And called out all the things he's linking to or she, that is the interlinking. So yeah. he has a, a couple here. They, they are linking to all their own resources, but they're also linking to tools. So those are the external links. And by the nature of the title, the ultimate guide, it's long. It's very long. You've been scrolling this entire time I've been talking. If yes. anyone's listening to the podcast, <laughs> well, we are still going. So if you're going to take this on, you need to write an amazing guide. <laughs> you have to write something better, basically. Yeah. Which doesn't always mean longer. Um, it often means longer. But yeah. That, and I also, I, just have to say this, like, don't copy anyone. <laughs> um, don't go out there and be like, oh, Susie put the ultimate guide <laughs> podcast editing. And so then you go and write a guide that's called the, the super ultra guide to podcast editing. Like, make sure it's your own, make sure it's aligned with your brand mm-hmm. and is relevant. So 
for the podcast editors who are listening, I'm so, I'm so sorry we scared you, but I am sure that there are a lot of industries, especially with service-based entrepreneurs that are going to Google whatever they're offering and find some pretty tough competition, especially with like these ultimate guides and these really long blogs. So how, how do you compete against that? What, yeah. what is the first course of action? Well, and I actually love that this is what the results look like because this is the reality of it. There's, there are literally millions of blog posts being written every month. So what I would say here is we need to think like our customers a little bit better. And this is where we need to put on the marketing hat in general and just say, what are the reasons someone comes to you? Like, don't even think about SEO. Don't even worry about that. What are the reasons people come to you or what are your unique selling propositions as a podcast editor? Are you the cheapest? Write something about cheap podcast editing. Are, do you save entrepreneurs time? Do you make it easy? So then we would start to do searches like that and think about also the end result. How do I market my podcast? How do I produce a podcast? content planning for podcasts, things along that route that don't immediately scream, I'm looking for a podcast editor, but you're, by being a podcast editor in that situation, you're providing the solution and showing that you are the solution. So mm -hmm. if I'm going, like I've recently been looking into starting a podcast and I'm like, I don't even know where to begin. Like, how do I market a podcast? And it mm -hmm. was like, you need to do branding, you need an outro, you need an intro, you need to get on the platforms. And I was like, okay, who do I hire to do that? <laughs> and whoever wrote that first blog post that I read that was giving me all this super helpful information about all the things I need to start a podcast, if at the end they had just said, hey, this is a lot, I can do it all for you. I would have been like, book call. <laughs> <laughs> like um, there's urgent <laughs> yeah okay we we saw on the other on the other page that there were a lot of call to actions at the end so that's exactly what you're saying but then you said kind of like okay think of the synonyms things that are leading up to the end result which is people buying your podcast editing services and try to think of another way to get their attention so I wrote in cheap podcast editing there are a lot of ads but then suddenly we don't see the same one ranking anymore. Mm -hmm. So that's gives us hope. Ooh, looks like there are a lot of ads on here. Yeah, this is definitely um, a site leveraging affiliate sales here. Yeah, this is a lot, but I've seen podcast insights a lot before they rank high for a lot mm -hmm. of things, um, but I'm assuming, let's just go right to the call to action. My screen froze. I, I'm wondering here, I'm sure that they're, yeah, well they have, so I think here, because the blog post was what, 15 of the best editing services, mm -hmm. so, they don't have, this is where it gets kind of tricky because affiliate marketers are fantastic at doing SEO. That's what they do. Mm -hmm. um, 
So this person doesn't care where you click in the blog post because they're going to make money on every As long as you purchase. Here. Yeah. Yeah. So like, and they even have linked here, podcast equipment, podcast directories, start a podcast. Um, so, and then they have, have all the tools in a table of contents. So I'm guessing here that they have partnerships with these editing services. Yeah. Um, or they, they have partnerships with some of them and they're just, they also just want to provide value. Like that doesn't mean they're not providing value because they're getting paid, but um, that's kind of a different avenue. If you have affiliates, like partnerships or links that you can add into blog posts, it kind of gives you a little bit more freedom for what the call to action could be. Like you can write mm -hmm. a review or a comparison and it's a whole different ball game. <laughs> it's a whole different ball game. So yeah. That's like a whole like book for another day. Yeah, that's part and, three or four. <laughs> and it is it can be difficult to compete against them. Mm -hmm. Um because in that instance, the search, when you typed in cheap podcast editing, the search clearly was roundups. Like people wanted lists of companies that do podcast editing. So yeah. if I were a podcast editor there, rather than like, you're not going to be able to compete unless you want to call out your competitors in your own blog post and say, here are 10 of the top podcast editing companies, yeah. me and my <laughs> competitors. Um, so what I would do instead is I would take those blog posts that are ranking number one and I would reach out to them and say, hey, I do podcast editing services. Um, here's my portfolio. Here's people I work with. I would love to be included in your list and your roundup. Guys, this is not just SEO. This is building your business 101 with Avery. <laughs> <laughs> well, that is, I mean, it is SEO too, because then that would link back to your- Absolutely. It's, it's a backlink. It's a yes. backlink. And it's a way to, we call it SEO juice. I don't really like that term, but it's what people call it. And so it's a way to get your website, mm -hmm. get credit on your website for this keyword, cheap podcast, what was cheap podcast editing Yeah. without having to write any content and having the number one result on Google for cheap podcast editing link to your website. Mm -hmm. So I, I actually really like that we added in, we just added that in the last moment there. It's, there's two levels of getting people to your website, the blogging, but then also backlinking, which is getting your website on other websites, like the one mm -hmm. we just saw in a list, for example, and then getting traffic through that. Yeah. That's another way and of doing that's it. A lot. I don't want like, um, <laughs> it's like the, the face in a fire hose. But I think the thing to take away from it too, and I like that we went through and did this and just kind of had an open format conversation because this is what it is. It's mm -hmm. like, like you asked at the beginning of our conversation here, okay, can I take these six things? And as long as I do these six things every single time, I'm going to rank every time. Mm -hmm. I, can't, I can't say yes to that because- yeah. But not all six of those are going to be present every single time. You're going to open up search results and you're going to say, mm, actually, I don't want to go after this one, or I don't think that this is going to be right for me. It's not the right neighborhood or mm -hmm. like, so, so you have to do the research and there's just no way around it. And it's no different than 
any other channel or any other thing you do with your business, right? Like we're constantly looking up new email marketing ideas and subject yeah. lines. Like you have to sit down and write 12 emails and schedule them for the whole year and not worry about anything. Cause you know, like global pandemics come up, world events, yeah. things that you want to change and pivot. So it's the same thing like with SEO, you need to go in and look at that, especially if like you said, you want to write something that's going to rank and stay there for a long time, doing a little extra work at the beginning. I say the two places where you spend the most time with SEO content is in planning and promotion. Writing is the shortest part, which should be a relief for anyone who's like, I'm not a writer. I don't want to write blog posts. That's great. It might only take you 30 minutes to write this blog post mm -hmm. um, because we want to spend a lot of time planning it. And then we want to spend time promoting it. I, I really like that actually, because a lot of people forget the promotion part of it. They just put mm -hmm. up the blog and they're like, I'm going to rank. <laughs> and they think like, that's it. If they just put it on Google, it will be found, but that's not, that's not how it works. You have to, you need that SEO juice, the traffic juice. I don't know. You yeah. use that term, not me. <laughs> Industry used it. Okay. 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 But I think that was super cool. So I just want to summarize a few things. So definitely do your research at the beginning. Mm -hmm. um, know what your customers are typing into Google to find services that are similar to yours. Or think, think like your customer. Yeah. Because you not never know, no, but go in that way. It, mm -hmm. You start, start your keyword research, start everything from the perspective of the person who has a problem and is looking for the solution, mm -hmm. not the person who has the solution. Basically don't start a blog because you have a good idea for a blog. Start a blog because somebody, a customer asked you a question. You're like, oh, I'm going to see if other people are asking this question. I'm going to go and see if that's, if I can validate that. Right. We well, went to, you can validate your blog as long as you're validating your idea too. If you think, wow, yeah. like we all have those moments where I'm like, hmm, I'm pretty smart. I had a great idea. Yeah. And then I always go over to my keyword research tool and I'm like, was this a good idea? And sometimes yeah. it was, sometimes it wasn't. And it's like, well, I thought it was smart. <laughs> <laughs> so then we spoke about the factors of Google mm -hmm. on how they rank, right? We spoke about um, how to make sure that you're not only writing to write, but also convert. And that's very much with the buyer's intent. Mm -hmm. So I think throughout the whole journey and everything we spoke about, we're always talking about the visitor, the ideal customer, and that's super important in the end, especially with inbound marketing, any inbound marketing strategy that you use, you have to think about who you're helping. Mm -hmm. And so we've been talking for a while. <laughs> this is, I think, going to be two episodes. <laughs> So you're going to have two episodes on the Marketing Bound podcast, but if anyone needs any more information, seriously, you have to follow her on Instagram. I learn about SEO every day <laughs> because of you. <laughs> and also I'm going to link everything in the show notes, but definitely check out the blueprint of SEO, her course, where you can learn everything and do it yourself. Um, but yeah, is there anything else that you want to add to this conversation for the audience? 
Yeah. Um, believe it or not, like this is just the beginning. <laughs> like, believe it or not. Um, so in the SEO blueprint, I have it structured over six modules and they're designed, it's go at your own pace, but it's designed to go through one module a week. And I take, we covered so many ideas and topics here, but I take like one very small idea and put it in a lesson and make it super simple for you to understand. So I have an entire lesson that's literally just on blog post length, knowing how to find the right length. And I include stats, I include studies of what's ranking and trends over time. And that's just one lesson to make it really clear for you. So you're not trying to think about all of these different things all at once. And every module takes you through the steps. I start by teaching you what you need to know about SEO. Then I teach you how to do keyword research. Then I teach you how to structure content to rank on Google. And then I have a module about promotion so much guys definitely look into it but Avery thank you so much for sharing your knowledge it was so fun yes so yeah. fun thank I you want, I want everyone to say that <laughs> people don't really generally after like oh SEO how <laughs> um but I tell people like I'm trying to make SEO sexy and fun um there needs to be more women out there doing it and having fun and again it's it's fun because the more you know your customer and can think like them and you know we all have things that can really help our customers and then knowing finding that place where seo is connecting you to the people who need what you have the most mm -hmm. and that's really exciting and fun and so when you start seeing those wins and traffic and people are coming and they're starting to send you emails from your blog posts and say i read this it was so helpful that's like the best feeling in the world. And that's why you need to know your customer. Like you said, with inbound marketing, mm -hmm. you can put keywords on any page and rank a page all day long. But if it doesn't have anything to do with your customer and it's not helping someone, it's not going to move your business. There's a lot more intention in it. Yep. Mm -hmm. Well, Avery, thank you so much. It was fun. I'm probably going to call this episode like making SEO sexy. <laughs> Please do. An emoji, the salsa emoji. Oh yeah, the salsa one. Yeah, that's good. Yeah. One. That's a good idea. <laughs> well, thank you. Thank you.